common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey there, I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for being here today. You can find the pod most anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify. You can find it there in Apple Podcasts as well. And of course, there for free in the WDBO app. Also, check me out on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us there in the WDBO app. It's always great to catch up with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast on Tap for Today with Brian. Never waste an opportunity to divide the country with a narrative that is right up the White House's alley. We talk about President Biden's speech near the site of that horrific mass shooting in Buffalo, New York this past weekend. We also talk about Title 42 and the possibility of it coming to an end at the southern border next week. But I begin with the primaries earlier this week, and we focus in on the GOP Senate race there in Pennsylvania. Here's that chat now. The key one really in Pennsylvania. There was another in North Carolina, but let's talk about Pennsylvania because right now it's too close to call in the GOP race for Senate. Dr. Oz, who was supported by Donald Trump, has about, what, a a 2,000 vote lead with 95% of the votes counted right now. So it looks like we're headed for a recount there in the Keystone State, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of ballots in some of these districts. They just didn't open them up. They went home to mail-in because we're down to the mail-in ballots. So... Uh, I just understand why. If you're going to do this job, and I appreciate people doing it, just can you stay up all night and just get it done? <laughs> you and I get up in the middle of the night. I mean, just get it done. I mean, open up some envelopes. Don't tell me you're tired one day. Yeah. You know, just get it done. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it is really close. Uh, Barnett was down to 23%, and Oz was trailing most of the night and then pulled in uh, late. And it's only a few thousand. I mean, look, McCormick's a really good candidate. Yeah. And Oz is extremely talented. I mean, the guy's an active heart surgeon. Mm-hmm. You know, he he is, uh, for 13 years, had the number one or number two syndicated show. He's known by everybody. He is, um, and he's got the Trump endorsement. So he's very good on his feet. Uh, he also, you know, you have the pandemic. You really don't have to go anywhere else. He even has a sense on international relations. But he was hit by millions of dollars of attack ads. You'd think that if you're in Pennsylvania, you just uh, – Oz is the the worst person in the world. It should be in jail. <laughs> so and McCormick's extremely impressive too. Uh, you know, the president did get his win in North Carolina with Mastriani. Uh, Mastriano be, being the one who gets the governor's. Uh, nomination, he wins easy. Ted Budd wins easy. Uh, Cawthorn, thankfully, wouldn't embarrass me as to the country. He loses his primary. But the big, you know, the big news is going to be Pennsylvania. But I really feel, I believe, the fact that it's close, I think, does not make Trump look great. I hope, but I also think that in reality, when you see how many Trumpers are on the McCormick team, from Hope Hicks, obviously, to his wife that worked for him, to uh, Ted Cruz, to Mike Pompeo, all in his corner. So, and this guy's got the banking background, he's got the military background, he actually did governmental background, he was at the Treasury for a while. So, I mean, he actually has combat experience, 
and became CEO of Bridgewater, so he's a multi-billionaire. And he, you know, if either one, if Republicans have to feel good, either of either one wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now we're thirty-one point three percent for Oz, thirty-one point one for McCormick. I mean, everybody was asking how much GOP juice does Donald Trump have going into these primaries? Perhaps we're finding out here with Bud a big winner, and like you said, Mastriano a big winner uh, in North Carolina, and and Oz is up by point two right now. Does Donald Trump have the GOP juice right now? I mean, I'm going to play some sound bites. Most people do think he does have it. You know, he says he's 71 and one. Um, you know, <laughs> he uh, he did lose in Idaho. His his candidate didn't get close. But you know, some of them like endorsing Rand Paul with. You know, he's got no, right. really no legitimate, sure. you know, that, is that really a victory? Right. Yeah, Rand Paul winning in a landslide uh, there in uh, in Kentucky yesterday. So we'll keep our eye on that race in Pennsylvania today. Meanwhile, you have the president, Joe Biden, there in Buffalo, New York, the site of that horrific mass shooting yesterday. What, what did you think of the president's appearance in Buffalo just days after that mass shooting, Brian? Well, let me see. Let's compare it to his appearance uh, in New York after the subway shooting with the black guy that hated all white people. Okay, he didn't show up there. Let's let's compare him to what he did in Waukesha after uh, that black criminal uh, that should have been in jail was out on about a hundred dollars bail. Decided to run over a bunch of white people who was try had the audacity to celebrate Christmas, many of which were children. How did the president do there? Okay, he didn't show up there. He said it would create too much havoc when a president goes to events like that. But he'll go to Buffalo because he brings up some replacement theory. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. And then he talks about uh, talk show hosts and media people have to be more responsible, and you got to rein in the Internet. Well, look, the guy, I think the bigger story by level heads should be, let's look at the last 25 mass shootings, everyone from the, the one in Florida to the Sandy Hook in Connecticut, down, down, and see if we can find some commonality there. It's not the AR-15. This guy was sitting there going to school in a hazmat suit. Yeah, yeah. He was buying body armor. He was writing this in public. He was live streaming the entire event. There was nobody in his family. There was no state cop. For some reason, at 18, he can buy a gun, even though he spent considerable time under psychological evaluation for violence, shooting up a school and killing himself. That was his goal. That's what got him in front of state cops. So don't link me or you or any other white person with him. Uh, He is a mentally ill, violent lunatic who his family – uh, didn't mind sink, uh, sicking him on us. And I haven't read all 180 pages, but I've talked to people that have. He hates Fox, hates conservatives, hates uh, Jews, hates blacks. So he was not weaponized by – he was radicalized during the pandemic. I mean, if I see some still pictures of him uh, with his family, he obviously looks like there's something up with him. So, I mean, we don't know the full story yet. But I don't think you can generalize and say uh, America has a problem because of him. Yeah, he was all over the board with his hate. And and you're right. I, I saw pictures of this kid sitting in his classroom with a hazmat suit on. I mean, this kid just was not right. The red flags were there. You're there in New York, Brian. The red flags were there. What happened to these red flag laws in New York? Yeah, I mean, I really want to get the answer to that. And that's the thing is, if I'm a leader... I want to get the answers. This guy's up there scoring political points because he's got the worst presidency ever. So let me go up there and then, of course, talk about his son the whole time as if he's the only one in in the world who ever lost a family member uh, too young or too old. Uh, stop talking about yourself. Yeah. You know, we know about your tragedy. We we get your bio. 
John McCain was held for years, never talked about uh, what he went through personally and, and the tribulations. This guy, every time there's a tragedy, he loves tapping into his own uh, his own personal uh, tribulations. I get it, but don't keep saying. Do you understand? We you've been around for fifty years saying the same story. Well, it's another chance to divide America and support the, this narrative that America is a racist country. That's exactly what Biden was doing yesterday. Meanwhile, did you see the uh, the secretary Alejandro Mayorkas touring the border down there? at Texas as if he really cares about what happens with this border security and his and his agents who are up against it every day. They're going to allow Title 42 to disappear next week, aren't they? It's up to the judge. Uh, if it's up to them, it will. Uh, you know, and you got Democrats who are really upset by it or just concerned because there's just no gray area here. It is just wrong. And uh, and the, you have a Democrat, we have um, Howard on the, on the record saying, listen, it affects all 50 states. You have 234,000 come across our border illegally in April. That is an all-time record. It will double, and we do not have the facilities, the money to do anything except to weave them into our country where they're going to be in pup tents on the side of the road or they're going to be illegally housed elsewhere, uh, vying, uh, you know, vying for, uh, uh, vying for some type of citizenship. The only thing that would stop this uh, until we turn the changeover presidencies to a different party or a responsible Democrat like Joe Manchin, would be for them, the Democrats to realize they're losing the Hispanic vote. If you want, if you want to stop that, you mm-hmm. want to get that wall built, yeah. show Chuck Schumer some stats that show how fast Hispanics are going to the Republican Party. Yeah, and they then all of a sudden he'll realize we've got a problem. They are in droves. I mean, look, this administration makes every wrong move. I mean, there's not one thing it's gotten right. It's like George Costanza's opposite day. And Matter late. of fact, I think and Costanza late. would be a, a better president than this guy. Always appreciate the chats that we have with Brian Kilmeade here on the Nez Says Podcast. That will wrap it up for the pod today. I invite you to join me on the radio each and every morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.